Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with episode 52 of the Game Plan Podcast. I appreciate everyone tuning in to last week's episode, episode 51, where we, pre- uh, where we previewed the Saints matchup. Um, the Jets did end up uh, losing that game against the New Orleans Saints by a score of 30-9 to with a late Taysom Hill uh, scamper to the end zone from about 45 yards out. Unfortunately, no one was there to tackle him, so the score does look a little worse than I think it actually was. Um, the Jets, you know, I think they held their own for the majority of the game defensively other than, you know, a few hiccups um, here and there. Couldn't really stop Alvin Kamara on the ground or through the air. Uh, he caught some balls as well along with Taysom Hill. Um, his running style is just unmatched to many QBs in the NFL, so the Jets had trouble there. Um, he didn't throw the ball all too well, but he got the job done enough for them to pull out a uh, rather large victory against the Jets and breaking their five-game losing streak while the Jets are now uh, riding a losing streak themselves. So, the Jets will look to rebound against uh, the Miami Dolphins this Sunday in Florida as, um, you know, yeah, they traveled down to Florida for the first time this year. Um, you know, Zach Wilson's first trip down there. We'll see how he fares against the Miami Dolphins. Their stingy defense, I believe they're 22nd um, in the NFL in yards per game allowed. So that's not very good. But, I mean, factoring in what they did to the Jets last time in MetLife Stadium and, um, you know, the Jets, uh, they played – Decent defense then, really couldn't stop the tight end, but um, we'll see how uh, that all turns out there. You know, Zach Wilson improving week in and week out, right? We saw him last week against the Saints, you know, decent decision-making, missed some of the hiccups, you know, missed some of the layups, um, rather, but, you know, he, he's got to work on that, and he'll get a full offseason to do so um, with, you know, four games left in, in the schedule this year. He needs to finish strong. He needs to, um, you know prove that he has improved from week one to week uh, 17 or week 18. So, um, yeah, and I, th- I think he has. I think from week one to week 18, we've seen, um, we will see by the end, um, some improvement, some strong improvement in certain areas. And, you know, getting running back Michael Carter back here, hopefully getting Elijah Moore, wide receiver back for the for, uh, for the final two games, I believe he should be back. Um, it'll pay dividends for a rookie quarterback to, uh, you know, have his fellow rookies who are also performing at a high level. Um back um where they belong on the field so hopefully um we get to see them sooner rather than later michael carter i know is playing this week both michael carters are set to play this week per head coach robert sala along with tevin coleman who is in concussion protocol michael carter the second of course who is in concussion protocol um and yeah guys like george fant who is not going to practice today wednesday will end up playing per robert sala and uh, they just are getting healthier tyler croft coming back obviously from ir they're getting healthier at the end of the day so that is a positive to take out of it um but other than that yeah the jets are they're they're not too short-handed in this one against the dolphins they're traveling down to miami miami has you know they're on a bit of a winning streak here i believe they're six and seven at this point um they were i believe one and seven or two and seven last time the jets faced them so they're certainly improved certainly a drastically improved football team from the last time the Jets faced them at MetLife Stadium. Uh, but, you know, I think the Jets are also improved. Uh, they're getting healthier. They're ready to face a team that I think may be in playoff contention uh, for a wild card spot, depending on if they can keep winning. Uh, and maybe the Jets could play a bit of spoiler here as they have been officially eliminated from playoff contention um, with the loss suffered to the New Orleans Saints. But, um, it's been 11 straight years. Uh, who knows when this streak is going to be broken, this playoff streak. Um, it's a bad playoff streak, unfortunately. It's the tail end of it. Um, but hopefully 
it could be broken soon because it's 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 tough being the uh, the longest playoff drought in the NFL, the team with the longest playoff drought. It's it's tough. Um, it's going on 11 years. Hopefully, it doesn't go on 12. Um, hopefully, they can end it sooner rather than later. But as for this year, three and ten on the season. Um, got to finish out strong. Got to finish out with a couple of these wins. Um, you know, get the morale up for the offseason as we do every year. Uh, have Zach Wilson improve. Get a full offseason under his belt. You know. Get Elijah Moore back, hopefully by the end of the season, and a guy like Makai Becton, who is not expected to practice this week or probably next week. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that, um, but you know, Robert Sala even said today, Wednesday, that you know, time is of the essence. It's dwindling down. It's you know, coming down to crunch time, I believe he said. So um, it is. He's not wrong. They don't have too much time to get Becton back on the field. Um, there's only you know three weeks left after this game, and who knows? Do you want him to maybe get a game or two? Uh, to see what you have, to see if he's, you know, the same guy after the injury, to see, you know, does he have a bit of rust that he has to work on, and he doesn't have enough time to because there's only one or two games left. So it's a tough situation, kind of a wasted year for Makai, um, but, you know, he can't control an injury. Hopefully he gets well soon. Hopefully he gets on the field as soon as possible. Hopefully it's not next season, but if it is, it is what it is. The Jets have a question mark at left tackle. At the end of the day, um, you go into this season with, you know, not knowing much about Makai getting a rookie season under his belt with some injury. Um, there's going to be concern. Joe Douglas is no doubt going to have some some concern about Makai, and I think fans will as well. Uh, it's just, the, you know, it's how it's going to go in the offseason. We're not going to know much about Makai until he takes the field next year. So um, that's that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, George Fant, who is replaced Makai back in the left tackle, has been doing an admirable job. Um, filling in for him, uh, a guy like Morgan Moses at right tackle. Hopefully, the Jets look to re-sign him as he has been a valuable asset at that right tackle spot. Along with a guy like Laurent Duvernay Tardif, who the Jets traded for um, from the Chiefs for tight end Dan Brown, who the Jets actually later reverted to the practice squad after the Chiefs released Brown. Um, I believe it was like the following week. So the Jets basically stole a uh, starting right guard from. Kansas City, but DuVernay Tardif has been playing well. He played through injury, I believe, last week. I don't believe he was fully healthy, so you got to amend him there. Um, but yeah, he's been playing well um, in the spot that Greg Van Roten held for the majority of the season, and he was kind of abysmal. So the Jets thought to, you know, take him out, put DuVernay Tardif in, and it has been paying dividends, as I believe they have been averaging five yards a carry from the right side of the line. Um, so that is... Very nice, and hopefully it continues with Morgan Moses and Juvenet Tardif and Connor McGovern, a guy who has been playing well into year two with the Jets. Um, he has been improving um, since ever, uh, you know, since this new scheme was introduced. I think the Jets um, uh, said it was going to benefit their offensive linemen, and it has, um, especially Connor McGovern. And he's a guy who the Jets fans, who Jets fans were kind of down on. In his first year with Gang Green, and reasonably so, he didn't play up to standard, didn't play up to par of his contract especially, but I think in year two he has been playing much better and much cleaner and much more, um, you know, down pat on this offensive line that has gained some chemistry over the past couple of weeks, so good to see that there. Um, the Jets certainly do need offensive line help in the offseason. Do not ignore the position. Keep, uh, you know, keep it moving. Keep it chugging, Joe Douglas. Uh, get more guys in here that can help the offensive line that can maybe be long-term starters at right guard, right tackle, center, even though those guys have been playing formidable for the mo uh, majority of the season. So other than that, um, yeah, a, a little bit of preview there of the Jets' matchup against Miami, who, you know, Tuix Tagovailoa has been playing well, and the Jets have to challenge him 
the Jets have to try to take away some of his strengths, like the RPO, which the Jets got killed on for the majority of the week that they played Miami. Um, hopefully they can, uh, you know, combat that with some uh, aggressive defense and some heads-up defense and try to stop Miami on the ground, who um, they're not going to have any reinforcements on the ground. Uh, Miles Gaskin, um, obviously on the COVID list, along with, I believe it was Philip Lindsay who they acquired from free agency. Um and one more guy there, um, I believe it's Ahmad, that they have also on the COVID list. So they are down plenty of guys um, that the Jets will likely not be facing unless they test um, two negative PCR tests before Sunday. So we'll see how that turns out. But the Jets, knock on wood, have been lucky um, with these COVID cases. I believe Justin Hardy was placed on the COVID list this week. If he's out, that is a big blow to the special teams. He's a special teams ace, a guy who brings a lot of energy. Hopefully he does not miss this week, but it's not looking good. Um, you know, it, it's been going, the COVID cases have been going up across the league and the NBA. Uh, it's not only in the NFL that, that has been seeing increased COVID cases. Um, the NBA with guys just getting placed on the list left and right. So, uh, we'll see how, um, all this advances as we move forward, but it's a day-to-day -day thing, um, with Hardy and hopefully he will be able to go, but it's not looking too good. Um, so other than that, uh, that is a preview of the Miami Dolphins and a recap of the New Orleans Saints. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you did, please leave a positive rating if you're listening on Apple um, and Spotify. Make sure you download the podcast. It really helps me out, and it helps me put out these episodes um, even more. So I appreciate everyone sticking around. Make sure you follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, and make sure you read some of my scouting articles on the Jet Press. I do post weekly scouting articles on there, writing about the Jets' weekly matchups. So make sure you go check that out. Um, for this week's matchup against the Miami Dolphins. So I appreciate everyone sticking around. I am Tyler, and I will see you next week.